Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Here you go. Here you go. The drama is over. The wait is over. The Hall of Fame inductees have been announced for 2020. Derek Jeter. Come on down. You are a Hall of Famer. But you're not alone. Yes, you thought you just had Ted Simmons with you from the Veterans Committee. Guess what? Larry Walker. Larry Walker made it. The story of Larry Walker is fascinating. We're going to talk Derek Jeter. We're going to talk Larry Walker. We're going to talk steroids. We're going to talk personality. And we're going to talk a few guys who got some votes that absolutely shocked me. Let's start with Derek Jeter. He was at the top. The only thing that we were waiting for with this announcement is would Derek Jeter be the unanimous inductee into the Hall of Fame? Would he join Mariano Rivera getting 100% of the votes? I thought he would, but I didn't think he deserved to. I didn't want anybody to be unanimous other than Mariano Rivera because we could dismiss that as just an anomaly. The fact is Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, Ken Griffey, Joe DiMaggio, the list goes on. None of them were unanimous. Hank Aaron. Why should Derek Jeter join that list? Only because Mariano Rivera did? Well, guess what? There's one writer who agreed with me. Derek Jeter got 99.7% of the vote. He was missing off one ballot. And believe me, whoever did it, they can't hide. He or she can't hide. We're going to find out. And there'll be a reason. And I get it. I'm explaining what that reason is so he and she or she and she, they don't have to. To be unanimous, think about the honor of what it means. That means that 100% of the writers for the Baseball Writers Association of America who have a vote, who are in good standing after 10 years, they, every one of them views you as a Hall of Famer. Well, the way the Hall of Fame works is you've got 10 years to get over 75% of the ballot. Larry Walker was climbing year after year. He was up against it. One more chance. This year he went from 54%. He got over the hump. What did he do since last year? He didn't make any outs. He didn't get any hits. Let me explain to you what changes. Why would it be that players go up the mountain or they fall down the mountain? Either you're a Hall of Famer when you're eligible or you're not. Isn't that true? Well, the answer is two things change each year, the ballot and the makeup of the people who are filling out the ballots. You only get to vote for 10 players. When you look at the inductees in the Hall of Fame these last few years, you're hearing a lot of writers say we had to clear the ballot in order to vote for Larry Walker. 
there were too many players who needed to be on an individual writer's ballot that Larry Walker was the 11th or 12th most deserving player. Only the top 10 can be voted for. Those are the rules. This is the first year where there was that sort of opening on the ballot. That's what they're claiming. My view is a little different. If you believe that a player is a Hall of Famer, you make room on the ballot. Period. You don't then change your mind and decide, this year, Larry Walker's a Hall of Famer. Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds. I got to talk about steroids. Never tested positive, but we know they took steroids. You know they took steroids. It's obvious. Mike Piazza and Pudge Rodriguez are in the Hall of Fame. There's rumors about they took steroids. They never tested positive. Clemens and Bonds are absolute Hall of Famers. Why is it their percentages keep creeping up? Roger Clemens went from 57 to 61. 304 votes were needed. Larry Walker got that. I think he made it by six votes. So let's say you needed 298 to win. Roger Clemens got 242. That's 56 votes. Do 56 writers come back next year? He's got two years left. Do they come back next year and say, you know what? I'm over the steroid era. I'm more concerned about sign stealing. I'm fine with Clemens being in the Hall of Fame now. That would be a mistake. If you're a writer who doesn't believe Clemens should be in the Hall of Fame, you keep him off your ballot every time you have a ballot. When a new Baseball Writers Association of America has an opportunity to vote, he or she, maybe younger, will decide, you know what, steroids don't mean as much to me. Roger Clemens is a Hall of Famer. Or maybe they'll decide that Roger Clemens should never be a Hall of Famer. Why should I reverse the first eight years of votes by my fellow writers? Yet time and again, we see growth. If you're in Roger Clemens' head right now or Barry Bonds, you're saying it's not over. We have two chances left. We have two chances for this Astros and Red Sox scandal to go crazy, for players to stand up and say, we cheat, you cheat, we all cheat, for I cheat. We have a chance with the makeup of the ballot. Next year's ballot is not so terrific. Not so, not a guaranteed first ballot name out there. Not like a Jeter. So next year, is it Schilling's year? He went from 51 all the way to 70%. Do we forgive Schilling for the absolute dreadful person he can be on Twitter? Do we forgive him for his tweets that and his point of views that so many people disagree with? Either he's a Hall of Famer or he's not. Either Barry Clemens, Roger Clemens, or Barry Bonds, they are Hall of Famers or they're not. Here's what you do. Let's put them in the Hall of Fame, and let's explain to people what took so long. Let's explain the steroid era. So when my kids and grandkids and your kids and grandkids go to Cooperstown and have a life-changing experience, they get to learn not just about today's players and Jose Altuve and buzzers and sign stealing or the greatness of dynasties of the Astros, Red Sox, Yankees, or the Marlins World Championships. They get to learn about history. Guess what? When you don't talk about history, that doesn't make it go away. Just because we don't talk about the Holocaust, does that mean it didn't happen? And I don't mean to go there in terms of levels of seriousness. My point is, obviously, steroids are not close to that. So you don't have to at David Sampson and at DM me, David P. All I'm saying is this, simply. It's okay to talk about a stain in Major League Baseball. It's okay to talk about Chulis Joe Jackson and gambling and Pete Rose and gambling. It's okay to talk about steroids and PEDs. Let's have the conversation, but let's teach people that Barry Bonds was a force. 
the greatest offensive player I ever saw in my 18-year career. A man who I would walk with the bases loaded rather than let him walk off and hit a home run or grand slam. Broke my heart. Worse than Michael Jordan as a Knicks fan, Barry Bonds to me. I had many opportunities to speak to him about his career, about what it was like. It is so unbelievable to get inside the mind of a superstar, the way they see the ball, the way they see the game. Of course, he's a Hall of Famer. The other part of the ballot that makes me always very excited is you look at the people who don't get to stay on the ballot. The way the ballot works is if you get over 75%, you're in the Hall of Fame. If you get under 5%, you're off the ballot forever. It's an honor just to be on the ballot. And the following players did not even get one vote. Jose Valverde, Brian Roberts, Carlos Pena, Rafael Fercal, Chon Figgins, Heath Bell, and Josh Beckett. There wasn't one writer who would give Josh Beckett a vote. I wish I had a vote. When you're the World Series MVP, you deserve at least one vote. Who do you think may have not voted for Jeter? Well, let's take a look and see. There's four players who got one vote total. Adam Dunn, not even close to a Hall of Famer. Heck of a hitter, though. One vote. Brad Penny, another one of the Marlins rotation. Absolutely a stalwart, but not as good as Beckett. Not even close, but he got a vote. Raul Abanez, great guy. Great guy. That's the personality situation I'm talking about. Do you know that when you rub writers the wrong way, they'll make it up to you? Guess what? They won't vote for you. If you don't give them an interview, if they don't like you, if you sort of have a coarse personality, that matters to writers. You've got to play the game. How do you think you win an Oscar? You've got a campaign or a Golden Globe. Some athletes in baseball don't get that. It's real. J.J. Putz? I just found who didn't vote for Jeter. Somebody voted for J.J. Putz over Josh Beckett. His name belongs with Heath Bell with a zero. Unbelievable. So, to sum up, very simply, we've got a new Hall of Fame class highlighted by Derek Jeter, who is going to take the microphone in Cooperstown this summer. He's going to talk about his career. He's going to talk about who he looked up to from Don Mattingly to Joe Girardi. He's going to talk about his core group from Andy Pettit to Jorge Posada to Mariano Rivera. He's not going to say one word about his post-playing career as owner and CEO of the Miami Marlins. Him getting into the Hall of Fame has nothing to do with his post-career, whether you're successful or not successful. That's the Kurt Schilling situation. Kurt Schilling's either a Hall of Famer or is a player having nothing to do with post-career. There are people writing all the time about Derek Jeter. He's a failure as an owner and CEO. I don't necessarily disagree, but that should not take away from his candidacy in the Hall of Fame. Congrats to Derek Jeter. Larry Walker. Boy, when we faced you with the Marlins Expos, former Rocky people were talking about the Colorado effect. The Colorado effect is when you think offensive numbers are inflated because they play in thin air in Colorado. Well, the way Larry Walker played offensively and defensively, it doesn't matter that he was a mile high. He could have been a mile low. Larry Walker did nothing different his first eight, nine years on the ballot than he did this year. When you look at some of the players in the Hall of Fame, Larry Walker clearly belongs. I didn't think the writers would do it. I couldn't be happier. 
As you go down, if you're Gary Sheffield, you're saying to yourself at 30% of the vote, I'm never getting in. I'm in my sixth year. I can look and I can hope that I can do the Larry Walker ascent, but it doesn't look likely. I'm taking away from this Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa, remember 1998 home run chase? Remember Sammy Sosa? He is way down there at 13% after eight years. He has no chance. Why does he have no chance? He just did not have the Hall of Fame pedigree that some of these other players like Bonds and Clemens have. It is a very difficult job to vote for the Hall of Fame. The writers take it very seriously. They unveil their ballots. They go public. Not all, but they go public, and they explain their thought process. They look at stats. They think about the player. They think about Cooperstown. They think about what it means to tell the story of baseball. And today, the story of baseball added another chapter. Derek Jeter and Larry Walker are the titles of Chapter 2020. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.